right, here we go. <clears throat> All right, welcome to the debut episode of. I'm gonna start over. Right, here we go. Here we go. Be confident. Confidence. 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 Bro, you're doing great. You killed it so far. All right, welcome to the debut episode of Elite Company. It's brought to you by ZipRecruiter, where three out of four users find a quality candidate within 24 hours of using the site. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. It is national championship night. Bama, Ohio State. It is January 11th, 2020. We got the whole crew here. Gonna roll through a little pregame pod. Gonna start with a few uh, score predictions for the game tonight. Starting here with Kyle Hornbuckle, noted Bama grad and athletic trainer for the University of Alabama. Kyle, what do you got tonight? Well, first of all, it's equipment manager, Joe, but I appreciate the shout-out. Shout-out, EQ, you know, proud to be there. But I predict 45-31 Bama, for sure. Lock it in. 45-31, lock it in. Heard it here first. I'm eating Chick-fil-A if it sounds like it got a full mouth. Um, Cy Patel, Auburn grad, but not enough people talk about this. He was born an Alabama fan. Indeed. Indeed. So my score predict- prediction, 49-38, Alabama. Wow. And if you notice, that will cover the spread and the over. Oh, I noticed. And more to that to come. More to come. What a teaser. All right, who's next on the score predictions? Jake Pachichi. We're going to call Jake in. He's going to offer a bit of uh, <laughs> sage wisdom. No, oh, yeah, Auburn I went to Auburn. No I want that bi- noted no for bias the pod. Possible. Um, there actually is no bias. I'm going to go 52-45, Bama. Shoot. Are you laughing? laughing? 52-45. <laughs> oh, my bold prediction. No, no, no. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. It's part of it. Okay, I'll save that one for later. All right, Max Irby, another guest prediction. This is like when they bring the country. It's like when Justin Turner sits down and does the, the guest prediction on, on game day. 52-17. Roll tie. 52-17 from the Miami grad. Hey, wait, wait, wait. We're not done with Max. Come here, Max. Max Max went to college going to games in Hard Rock Stadium. Tell us a little bit about what the players can expect tonight at Hard Rock. Uh, the crowd is never good. The food is terrible. I feel like there'll be even less people tonight than normal. <laughs> I mean, but either way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who is there. The crowd is always bad. Could be a packed stadium. Terrible crowd. Terrible crowd. Every time. Is it the is it just the ergonomics of the stadium? Or it's what just is something it? about the stadium just makes you really upset. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm I already upset. I don't have any reason to to like believe that, but every time I went there, I was upset. Okay. Well, maybe it's because the hurricanes are terrible. Uh, that might that could very well be it. We did get blown out in that stadium, fifty-eight nothing to Clemson, uh, my freshman year of college. Okay. So, but you're over it. I totally. Over we can tell you yeah, over it. Totally okay. Over it. All right. That is a good word from Max Irby. We're gonna call Adam Bonner over to the mic. We're gonna have Adam give his input on tonight's game. Adam is from, tell, tell me where you're from, Adam. I'm from Toxie, Alabama. You ever heard of that? Population 138. <laughs> that's not 1,000, that's just 138 people. The score will be 27-10, Alabama. Oh, my God. 37-10. 27-10. 27-10? What is this, 1942? <laughs> what is this, 1942? Uh, my under is Adam, Adam is sending mixed signals tonight. All right. So Kanto is not here. Um, Kanto would be offering his score prediction. I'm, pro- I'm sure in the postgame show he'll make it seem like he, he nailed it exactly. I'll give mine. My score prediction going in is 48-38 Bama. Um, so now we can move into the betting corner. Where we're gonna call in our resident bookie, Cy Patel. I'm not a bookie, dude. I'm just a degenerate. He's just a degenerate. 
author of the weekly Can't Lose Parlay. That has yet to win. Okay? That has yet to win. But it's coming. Talk to us about what we can see from Vegas tonight. Well, listen, Joe. From uh, my score prediction, you already know. Well, first of all, I took Bama minus seven here. The minute I right. saw Ohio State beat Clemson. Right. They were doing snow angels in the confetti. Yeah. They don't, they, that was their championship against Clemson. Yeah. All right? They don't want to be here. They got I guys agree. out. The line probably moved even more now. So I'm very confident in that minus seven. And after some deliberation, I took some other bets today. Got over 74 and a half. Number that high, you have to take it. You have to. You have to. It's a natty. And then I took Tonight some, is too short to bet the other. You're right. And then I took some player props. And these oh, were, this is where the money cashes. I got Justin Fields over 22 and a half completions. It's going to be air raid. Oh, that's a lock. Thank you. That's a lock. I like that one. Yeah. Yep. I, might, I might go put some money on that one. There we go. Now, here's the heavy hitters. First player to score a touchdown. I took Najee Harris plus 300. Feel good about that one. See, I got him at plus 400. So, I might be pulling even harder than you. But the heavy hitters will get me out of this hole I'm in is if Justin Fields gets his ass in the end zone. Right. Plus 1,100. And the man that Is that first touchdown or just period? First touchdown. First touchdown. Or Jalen Waddle. So you sprinkled a little across the board. Okay. So if Ohio State gets the ball first, I'm okay with Justin Fields running his ass in there. So the coin flip is big tonight. Yes. The coin flip could... No, no, not the coin. It's just first touchdown. But right. if Bama gets it, I have two options. I can see a deep ball to Waddle, which would be fantastic. Waddle deep ball. He looked good in warm-ups. That, that man limps fast. And I found a fun stat here. Ohio State is 7-0 since 2001 as seven or more underdogs. Seven you just happened across that? I do, I do my research. But, yeah, that's what I got, and I feel great about every single bet. Which is never good. <laughs> we're going. How many bets you got? On, how many bets you got tonight? Was that what seven, eight? We're going eight now. One. Where are we going? Well, some of these can't hit because first player, but. So you've seven. automatically excluded yourself from a perfect night. Right, but if one of these does hit, <laughs> I'm in the green, baby. You're in the green. <laughs> can't go broke making a profit. Yeah, I hear the mob is after you. Uh, I hear yeah. you're in the hole. <laughs> Tomorrow might be. How do you leave the betting court? How much are you down on the year already? Oh, on the year, I'm not down much. If we, if, well, in the month that's of January, Cy may or may not be down okay. triple digits. There's a lot going on in this game. <laughs> tonight's either, tonight's so either. how much are you down since the start of 2021? If a lot of these bets don't hit, I, I will be down at least like 130 bucks in like two weeks. But if some of these hit, so right. hashtag fade Patel tonight. You Ooh, fade man. Patel on every bet, you will walk away rich, man. It's really that easy. It's really that easy. Any other bets in the room? Anybody else got got a wager, Bonner? You got a you got a parlay. Bonner came unprepared. Um, my uh, my betting corner not nearly as involved as, as Cy. I got Bama minus eight and a half. I got the over seventy four and a half. Ohio State's got those guys out on the D line. I think a lot of points are gonna be scored tonight. I also have Najee first touchdown. Managed to snag him at plus four hundred. Feeling good about that. Um. We may have a prop bet coming in. No, he's too late. We do not. He missed it. Never mind. All right. Last segment before we get to keys to the game, we're going to go bold predictions. And I'll start. Here's my bold prediction for the night. It involves a man you may have heard of, Devontae Smith. Shut out. Basic, I know, right? No Yeah, zero catches tonight for Devontae Smith. No, here's my bold prediction. The record... For most catches in a college football playoff national championship game held by Hunter Renfro, 2017. Hunter Renfro, no, 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 listen. He had 10 catches in Tampa against Alabama. 10 catches since 2014. Since the start of the college football playoff, 10 catches. Here's here's my bold prediction. Devontae Smith will beat that record tonight. In one game? In the first half. That's ridiculous. Okay. In the first half, Devontae Smith, if we tie, we win. Ten catches for the Heisman winner, Smitty tonight. Mark it down. In the first half. I mean, in the first half, ten grabs. That's my bold prediction. Lock it in. Lock it in right now. That is bold. That is bold. All right. Who's next? Mine's on a similar vein. Similar vein. I'm taking a different, different <laughs> Bama. Receiver. He knows what a vein is. I think Jalen Waddle is ready. I think all the attention is going to go on Devontae. 
So I think Waddle's going to put up Devontae numbers. 200 yards, two TDs. Wow. That's my vote. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's bold. Wow. It's bold. Yeah, is it going to have to bold? That would be a career high for Jalen Waddle coming off. No. A fractured ankle I feel like he, in the national championship he game. Smoked a times for over two that is bold. Anybody else with a bold prediction? Pachichi? Well, you put it on the list of things. I actually don't really have one. Okay. I'm just going to make up a lot of stuff. Uh, my first bold prediction is there's going to be one single punt this game. One. one. Count them. One punt. One. Not, not less than one. Nope. One. Exactly two one. punts. On the one. Two and punts it's and over. it's over. Two, two punts, punts and, and it's I'm over. Dead. That's right. I love it. Um, my second bowl prediction. What are the? It, it'll all depend on what the analytics say. I think fourth and five like and under, we're going every night, time. They right. shouldn't have punted. If right. they're listening to whatever book that is, they're out. If Ryan Day watched the Steelers game last night, he will know to go for it on exactly. every fourth down. Exactly. That's why exactly. you have to tilt. You're tilting. Exactly. Over. Okay, my One second punt. bowl prediction is going to be it's something about Sermon. I don't know what it is yet. Um, he's going to be fiery. for probably. He's going to... Oh, my. There goes the... No. Okay, no, I'm going to say Sermon's going to run for more yards than Devontae Smith has receiving. Oh, I like that. So that one might be fine. I like I don't that. I really know. But I still have Alabama winning. I feel like the my over is so high, like my points scored, but I think they're going to run a lot. And I don't really know where there's going to be a single stop. Um... I think that's all the bowl predictions I have. Is there, like, a, a fun prop bet that we can have? No, I think we're done with the betting corner. Yeah. I think I it's time for Adam. Is it time for Adam Bonner's? Adam Bonner's bowl prediction. What do we got here, Bonner? Mac Jones gets hurt, and Bryce Young has a touchdown in this game. One. Bowl prediction is Bryce Young. That's it. Wow. What a great segue into the inbox. We got. We got a fa- mail time. we got a fan mailbag. Shout out to all of our amazing fans out there. No, we don't even know who you are, but you know who you are. Um, shout out to the fans of the show. We have the best fans in the in the nation. Um, so in that vein, really similar to what Adam just said, I want to shout out. I want a lot of veins in the body tonight. A lot of veins. Yeah, we're going thrombosis around here. Deep vein thrombosis. All right. I want to shout out oh, oh, to our listener, <laughs> Phil Johnston. <laughs> Phil Johnston also predicting Bryce Young will relieve an injured Mac Jones to win the game. Reminiscent of Tua in 2018. Does history repeat itself? We'll find out tonight. I also want to shout out Dalton Kirby, who predicts that Landon Dickerson will come back to play and rip one of Justin Fields' ribs out. <laughs> that's a bold prediction from Don Kirby and then the final prediction from the mailbag brought to you by Gray Price predicts that public education in this com- in this country will cease to exist by 2045 that's a future what are the odds on that what are the odds I'll give you plus 1200 that public education in this country will cease to exist by 2045. Plus and that's the mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to all of our fans out there. You're the reason we do this. Uh, it fuels our fire and lights our flame. So, all right, final segment before kickoff. I think we're like five minutes to kick. We're going to keys to the game. Some of us have been on the field in Bryant Denny Stadium and really know what it's like yep. down there in the trenches. In Hard Rock, some of us have been on the field tonight. So, who uh, who's got some keys to the game to offer? I'll go first. Okay. All right, Kyle. What do you got? All right. So, key to the game here: Alabama D line. They were terrible against Notre Dame. Notre Dame has a better offensive line than Ohio State does, but I believe our D-line's going to step it up. DJ Dale coming back, going to be great. <laughs> Rebounding. You can't get that analysis yeah. anywhere Championship. else. Championship. That's all you need. Great insight. Yep. <laughs> D-line, that's where it all comes down to. Be great. In the trenches, baby. In the trenches, baby. A hard-nosed football. Uh-oh. 
All right, Pachichi, um, up off the up off the couch. <laughs> back, he's back for more. Uh, my key to the game is how many whiskey cokes Kyle has tonight. I'm thinking if we make it to three, there might be vomit if this goes poorly for Bama. There probably will be either way. How many are we at right now? This is one. Okay. All right. Might push it to four. That is a key. Uh, my other key is special teams. It's a third of the game. And I feel like every football guy says that. It is a third of the game. Special teams. Thank you. Will Riker. Will Riker. People forget that. Let's put that in there. That's right. Hey, they don't call it the normal teams. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is objectively true. That is true. Refute that, I dare you. Cy, what do you got? Keys to the game. Don't expect much, people. No. (laughs) Well, Kyle stole mine. I I was going to say O-line, D-line, especially with Ohio State having some guys out. But I'm also going to say the receiver matchup, Waddle and Smith versus the Ohio State DBs. They looked okay against Clemson. These guys are better. So God, Bama looks so good and coming they out the tunnel. Freaking ready. <laughs> Got the laser show going. Now hard. It's yeah. over. Bama by a million, baby. Bama by a million. Devontae got that Heisman mask on tonight. All right, here's my keys to the game. Bama has to get to fields tonight, right? You have to pressure him. You have to see how those ribs are feeling, right? If you want to rough him up, rough him up. Sounds violent. Football's a violent sport. That's all right. Will Anderson leads the team. Seven sacks this year. Feeding the guys up front. Kyle's guys, DJ Dale. If they can get to him, it'll be uh, it'll be a long night for fields. He's not going to be able to get into the rhythm he got into against Clemson if they can get to him. The other key for Bama, I think you got to get Najee out in the open field. I think you got to get him in a place where he can hurdle somebody else and make Megan Rapinoe happy. Um, people don't talk about this enough, but college football teams are undefeated this year when Megan Rapinoe is pleased with what you've done uh, on the field. Um, so I think that's that's a big key to the game. Ohio State, if they're going to have a chance tonight, you got to establish Trey Sermon early. He ran for 193 yards against Clemson. Um, I think they got to establish him on the ground. And then here's the thing. You have to slow down Devontae Smith. Ohio State was 10th in the Big Ten this year, allowing passes of 20 more per game. And Bama feasts on the long ball. Um, Sean Wade, who's been a little bitch this week, he's been asking for Devontae. Not sure he's ready. I'm not sure he's right in the head. I'm not sure I'm not sure Sean Wade is right in the head. I did register for Explicit on Anchor, the podcasting host, so we're good. Um <laughs> Sean Wade has given up the third most touchdowns in college football this year. I would say it's got to find a way to drop him off the ball in his own coverage. If he's in his own coverage, he's going to get roasted. Um, he cannot match up man to man with Devontae all game. So I think he's toast if he does that. I'm watching Justin Fields pray a prayer to the Lord above. He's going to need it tonight. May the Lord envelop his ribs and protect him in all that he does. Um, but I think in the end, it's going to be Bama's night. I think Saban's going for that sixth ring. Sixth ring. We got a big coin toss on the way. Uh, what, what, what percent? What, what's the capacity on that crowd? Was that 30%? No, it's got to be 15, 20. 20%? I heard the market dropped. Um, sending one captain out to the coin toss. That way no one gets COVID. It's open. Because you would get COVID if you sent three captains out to midfield. So it's really smart that they just do one. I mean, I think they're... Instead of wrestling each other on the field. There could possibly be an outbreak by the second half if you send three captains out to midfield. So Now? All right, here we go. This is it. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back uh, at the end of the fourth quarter slash overtime slash postgame. To wrap up, to go over how wrong we were in our predictions. And so Lee Company signing off for now. And now some pregame bonus coverage from Andrew Canto. Big key to tonight, I think, is the this will likely be a shootout between two of the best offenses in college football. We got number two and number five colliding here. 48.2 average points per game for Bama and 43.4 for OSU. So it's going to be a hot, high-scoring game. All right, I got to keep reading now here. It's your boy, Young Canto. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to wrap his keys <laughs> Hmm, okay. Segment by Canto brought to you by Dude Wipes. Dude Wipes. <laughs> I think a big key in this game is that uh, compared to the last time Bama was in the national championship, they have a lot less film on them. So they uh, they dialed it back against Notre Dame to keep some of these key plays, you know, 
under lock and key so we can bust them out tonight against Ohio State. Yeah, I think dialing it back last week was a major key because Ohio State has a lot less film on us. We absolutely could have beat the shit out of you them. Played game. Game. You played 12 games. You have no film on them. <laughs> They've played seven. Yeah, 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 but that game was really long with a lot of stuff Yeah, 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 on. but. <laughs> a lot of stuff to analyze over there, you know? Into the mic, sweet. Into the mic, into the mic. Okay. I think a big key for Bama here, though, is we got to possess the ball. This game is going to be about getting Najee Harris going, just like we did against Florida. Najee. OSU's top-ranked uh, rush defense. They are averaging about three yards per carry on defense. So if Alabama can get Najee rolling like they did, I think it'll really blow up this offense, get some good plays down the field. That's all good, bro. 42-31, Alabama. That extra analysis from Canto brought to you by Whoop Fitness Wearables. I'm wearing a Whoop right now. Tracks my sleep, tracks my exercise, tracks my studying. Thank you to Andrew Canto and Whoop. Big Whoop guy. All right, welcome to the halftime edition of Elite Company's podcast. Halftime pod is brought to you by Simply Safe. Simply Safe is one of the most inclusive home security systems that you can buy. Worried about somebody at home boinking your wife while you're away? Get Simply Safe. They'll protect your life and your fidelity. Call Simply Safe, 1 800 242 6969. That's Simply that is, Safe. That is not their slogan. <laughs> All right. So, welcome in to halftime of Bama, Ohio State. The current score. It's a PlayStation commercial, so I don't know. 35-17. It is 35-17. Devontae Smith has 12 catches at half, setting the all-time record for catches, not just in the first half, but in an entire game dating back to 1998, BCS, CFP. Currently has more yards than Ohio State as a team. Raise your hand if you said that in the first half, Devontae Smith would beat Hunter Brown's record in the CFP. You know there's no video, right? And because you can't see me, I am raising my hand. <laughs> I called it, not to rub it in, but my bold prediction. She uh, apparently Natalie called. It. Was that Devonte Smith, Natalie Garcia? Go follow any of her four Instagram accounts. Bro, you can't hide yourself. The two of us called it. You're supposed to My bold prediction. I'll throw it to you. Let me have my time. I'll throw it to you. Who, who, who else's bold prediction? I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know there was a dictator on this. Who had a bold prediction hit in the first half besides me? Not a soul. Hey, I did. I said, do you laugh, man? That's not a bold prediction. All right, so my bold prediction hit, and I'm catching fire for being selfish, and that's fine. That's a totally fair criticism. We're gonna bring in the guests on the pod now, though. Anyone else that wants to weigh in on the the proceedings of the first half? What we're gonna see in the second half, fire off. Bring it in. Master ceremony, Sai Patel, who hit the first touchdown of the game, Nazi plus three hundred. Yes, that did hit, Joe. Thank you for complimenting me on that. I, uh, Great I, call. Pre I predicted that earlier on. You're welcome. Jalen Waddle was Jalen Waddle was six yards away before his ankle gave out again. But uh, I'll take the Najee Harris touchdown. Uh, Joe, if you could help me out here, the math, thirty-five plus seventeen. What is that? Uh, well, I had a... Uh, 62, 62. 52. 52. Jake Pachichi says 62. We'll check the math on that. I'm an economics minor. It was, it's definitely 62. 52. Med school right there. It's going to be a doctor. Listeners are going to actually 52. Now, I would hate to be the person that took the under. Now, if you took the under, I would love to hear what your thoughts are. Good enough, we have Mr. Adam Bonner who took the under, so... Adam, please, what are your, what are your thoughts? <laughs> and predicted the score. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, I want to, this is the over-under I want for the first half. Looking back, has the over-under for Kyle, has he stopped smiling for 10 seconds? I mean, they was winning. So, no. And it's so, no. So, no. Until he gets on the podcast, he'll stop smiling. He doesn't have much fun. I haven't seen I haven't seen Kyle smile this much since he put Spike 80 on the trees in uh, Tumor's Corner. That's tomorrow morning's test. What's the live over under? Can we can we see that? All right, so we're gonna stream some second half odds here. Can we get some second half? Can we get some second half odds? You should have told me before you hit record. Well, I'll just I'll cut it out. Are we going Are we going betting? I'll cut it out. Pretend like you said it immediately. I'm gonna say 14, 14. 
What is that? Second half. What's the second half? So, 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 so uh, can we get some second half bold predictions? My bold prediction here is that uh, Justin Fields is going to throw for 300 yards in the second half. Bold wow. prediction. Okay. Take it to the bank. Bold prediction that uh, Justin Fields throws or gives more turnovers than he scores touchdowns in the I second like half. That. I do like that. Max sticking to his guns. Will yeah, Justin Fields. And here's bold prediction Justin Wait, Fields what? will have more turnovers in the second half than he has ribs. Oh, he was talking about Oh, that's a line? If you think Bama's going to win the second half, seven, then yeah. <laughs> that's a line. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, that's a line. Oh, line. Second half minus seven. Second half line is Bama minus seven. We're going to run the ball. All right, what's the line on uh, Master Teague scoring another touchdown? Oh, wait, wait. He was, wait, he was novice Teague, the third. Now and he's then, intermediate Teague. And then he scored a touchdown. Scores one more. He, got, he, he, he that got upgraded master. to intermediate Teague, the third. I think one more touchdown, he does become Master Teague the third. I think he's going to have a receiving touchdown in the third quarter. That is very possible. I think Ohio State has some fight left in them. I don't think they're going to roll over. I don't know, man. Ryan, Ryan Day seemed defeated, dude. He seemed very, very upset. Which he is looked a, like he was done. Which is a place he's used to. And he'll thrive. Well, he's only had seven games prepared this season. That's true. Yeah, yeah, seven games. That's true. That's possible. Like, yeah, because Bama's like, up so much. Is Bryce, is, I like that take. Is Bryce going awesome to is he going to score because the game's out of reach or is Matt getting hurt in the second half? Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. I think game's out of reach. Yeah, I just totally stumped you with that very basic question. Yeah, I mean, I got to see what I said, right? Clueless. Clueless. I think they're going to score 2217. Say that on the pod. I guess maybe Fields will score. We need a female take. Hey, I just want to say that. Yeah, can we get chicks on guys in the second half? Let's get chicks on guys. Destiny. You got to take? You got to take? Let's get chicks on guys. Yeah, we're just gonna. We're gonna have Destiny in here to talk about Trevor her wannabe Lawrence, boyfriend, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, how close that? Just talk about the differences closer. between Kyle and Trevor Lawrence. Kyle better look. Pros and cons. Kyle has more. the mic, sweetie. Kyle has bigger earning potential. Um, so Kyle's gonna make money soon. But Trevor Lawrence is going to make a lot of money. Oh, we know what you mean. Yeah. We um, know also, I try to DM him, but he does not reply to me. So, um, I was going to DM to DM him tonight and be like, "What are you doing tonight?" Because I know you're not on the TV. So, we'll see if I do it. We'll He's see. watching The Bachelor with his fiance, Destiny. Don't worry. All right, that segment of <laughs> Chicks on Guys was brought to you by Sugar Bear Hair. <laughs> and I think that's uh, going to wrap it up for the halftime show. Wait, no, we need a little bit of takes from uh, Dr. Pachichi over there. I think he's got some good content. Alex Garcia. Alex Garcia, come on down. Special guest. Nah, Alex, you had some good takes in the first half. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, Alex. Come on, Alex. Justin Fields, 300 yards, second half. Book it. That's crazy. Alex Garcia, future somethingologist. Future or. Future, future orthologist, Alex Garcia. I'm going to be taking care of these guys in the future, so all right. I think it's been a good game. So what did you see out there in terms of ligaments in the first half? Uh, nothing too bad. Nobody sprained anything. It was pretty good so far. Um, it's been a good game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game after this. I'm no. predicting. I'm yes. predicting. Okay. It's 35-17 okay. forward. Um, is that just due to wear and tear on the musculoskeletal system? Yeah, yeah. Is that think, what we can uh, expect? I think both teams are kind of peter out after this. You they're going to peter they're, out? Yeah, yeah. They're going to hold their – they're going to hedge their bets. Gonna Tell me this. Are they, are they out of their glycogen stores yeah, at this point? Yeah, basically they're running low. Uh, they don't Are we burning ketone bodies in the second half? Can you probably yeah. ketone bodies? Maybe something okay. like that. Give me analysis yeah. of the of the Sermon shoulder injury. Yeah, what did you see on the, what did on you the Sermon see? shoulder injury? Part? It looked bad. It looked bad. <laughs> and I think, uh, did it look like rotator cuff tendinopathy to you? Uh, 
not quite that bad, but it was it was rough. Like yeah. He a Did you happen to assess a positive can test? No, yeah, he, he didn't have a can test, but he did have a little bit of a little bit of a tenelopathy. It's from his carpal tunnel was getting at him. I think that's the main. Because he was typing so much in the first half. His, his carpal tunnel was getting out. Spends a lot of time at the computer. Well, then when he grabbed the ball, some of that tension in his hand was really getting to him. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, if you thought Devontae Smith was a surgeon in the, ha in the first half, my man Alex Garcia, surgeon to the stars. Here we go. Here we go. You cannot get that analysis anywhere else, folks. Thanks for being here for the halftime show. We're going to throw it back to Miami. See you. 
Okay, post game pod. Turn that shit up. Post game pod. Post game pod. To our host, Joseph C. Is your middle name C? It's C. It is C. Crowder. AKA Coco Butterbeans. My man. Coco Butterbeans on the track. Welcome in. Let's keep the volume in. Let's keep the volume in. Where's the volume? It was red. It was red. Cash in it. Oh, that was perfect. Oh, yeah. 15 was the first one. Welcome into the post-game pod. Elite Company 2021. Real fucking time, Vince! Let's go! The Alabama Crimson Tide has defeated the Ohio State Buckeyes by a final score of 50 of 52 over 74 and a half. The final score doesn't matter. Over 74 and a half has hit for the night. The Gatorade was blue. If you had the prop bet on blue Gatorade, you're a rich man this evening. Enjoy your trip to the Caymans. Nick Saban has passed the bear for all time national championships. He has done it tonight on a cold January evening. He wins his seventh national title, his sixth at Alabama, to pass Paul Bear Bryant for the most in the history of college football. This is a night that will live in infamy. The Alabama Crimson Tide complete an undefeated season. They route Notre Dame in the semifinal and run away from Ohio State in the championship game. Devontae Smith sets a championship game record with 12 catches in the first half. Goes out with a hand injury at halftime that proves inconsequential in the end. Ohio State and Justin Fields did not have the firepower to make it through to the end. Rammer Jammer, give them hell Alabama forever, baby. 18. We have... Seven beats Bear Bryant for his passes. Bear Bryant, Big Saban, the greatest coach of all time, and our D line, the greatest D line, second greatest D line of all time. Well, Kyle did say the key to the game was going to be D line. Shut down that run game. But look, Nick Saban is not the greatest coach of all time. It's Gus Malzahn. Most wins against Nick Saban. Most wins against Nick Saban is Gus. Yeah, obviously, we'll be editing that out and post. Um, Mac Jones finishes 36-45, 464 yards. An unbelievable national title performance. Sets a record for passing yards in a national championship game. Five touchdowns, uh, three of them to Devontae Smith, one to Najee, one to Slade Bolden, who got in the action in the second half. Justin Fields, admirable effort with God knows how many broken ribs. Went out there, put up 194 yards and a touchdown. Uh, we officially upgraded Master Teague the third. He was Apprentice Teague, and then he was Intermediate Teague, and then safe to say Master Teague the third by the end of the game. Uh, scored two touchdowns for the Buckeyes, but did not matter. The confetti is crimson and white tonight. And in a non-COVID world, University Boulevard in Tuscaloosa would be howling tonight. Might be anyway. The folks at the Galette's Bar and Grill. Stay safe tonight, guys. It would suck to be an Auburn fan tonight. It really would. Some some post post game takes brought to you here by by Canto, Justin Fields and the Ohio State Buckeyes really did try their hearts out tonight. They uh, battled through a lot of adversity to be here today, and you know this has been quite the quite the year with a lot of difficulties and challenges faced with COVID. 
But I think that tonight, Justin Fields cemented himself with the heart of a champion, the heart of a warrior, and the leader of a future NFL franchise. He is undoubtedly going to be a top two pick in this NFL draft here in this 2021 year and will likely cement himself as one of the best rookie quarterbacks in this upcoming draft. Justin Fields demonstrated unbelievable character tonight as he continued to pursue greatness in light of facing at multiple points in this game 20 plus point deficits taking beating after beating for his team but at the end of the day you cannot stop the rolling tide I think if you're a Jets fan tonight you're pleased with what you saw I mean I really do you lost out on Trevor Lawrence a few weeks back but Justin Fields obviously has more talent than a Jets quarterback has had in a long time. I think um, the future is bright in New York. Um, Adam Gase is gone. Justin Fields is on the way in. But this is not an NFL podcast tonight. Bill O'Brien's on his way in. Bill O'Brien. On his way into Alabama OC. Headed to Tuscaloosa. That's the word out. That's the word on the street. It's Bill O'Brien. The lady at the Chick-fil-A drive-in told me that Doug Peterson was going to be the next is that, offensive coordinator. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. I ordered, I ordered my small mac and cheese, and she said, my pleasure, Doug Peterson is going to be the next offensive coordinator at Alabama. Oh, coordinator for Alabama, I'll salute. They got one of these shirts? Spending every single college football playoff but one. So did we get shirts for that? <laughs> yeah, where are they? Can you, can you imagine saying, showing up in a Final Four t-shirt at the, at the college football championship and after some of the other rivals won? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine Currently watching Nick Saban lift his seventh national championship trophy. I would like to congratulate the University of UConn. Did you know UConn was the national champions this year? Who? No, no. Do you know why UConn is the national champions? They never lost because they were the first team to cancel their college football season because of COVID. Some things are bigger than sports, Jake. That's right. And UConn handled COVID the best. Pandemic going on. And obviously, Alabama honestly, does not honestly, care. there might be an asterisk next to this year's title. That's right. I agree. In my opinion, there's probably an asterisk. And if anyone, oh, please say goodbye to the people. Thank you. <laughs> and you know what? I just want to put out the fact that if Justin Fields and Ohio State had never wanted the college football season back, this national championship would never happen. Listen, Jake. Ohio State did have a lot of guys out for COVID protocol. That's right. It makes you wonder what would happen in a full strength Ohio State team. That is true. And do you think do you think Alabama by Garcia's okay, we'll see. Do you think that Alabama lied about their COVID tests this year? Do you think so? Nat seems to think so. I think Alabama may have lied about their COVID tests this year. Jake, I'm not a doctor yet. I'm only <laughs> yeah. a year and a half in. Okay, okay. But Nick Saban did test positive. Interesting. And he and he coached three days later. Not the safest protocol, in my opinion. Well, did Ohio and I'm not a doctor. Not even close. Did Ryan Day ever test positive for COVID? Not that I'm aware. I think they handled the COVID like situation. Like I said, some things are bigger than, than sports. Hey, hey, and, hey, and you really gotta question the legitimacy. This is what the new one looks like. That's you really have to question the legitimacy of this year's title. I would. I really would. That concludes tonight's Auburn Corner presented by Mama Goldberg's. Auburn Corner is complete for the evening. No bitterness whatsoever from the Navy and Orange on the Plains. They had a real good year. They beat Mississippi State, I'm pretty sure. Their wins against Arkansas and Miss were contested, but they were still counted as and wins. And they just hired a head coach that used to play in yeah, Idaho. Imagine if we had our Heisman Trophy winner. You did. And our best player. You did. Their Heisman Trophy winner. He was there. He, he played Devontae the Smith has been awarded the Offensive Player of the Game despite he had, he, 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 not playing a single snap in the second half. Here we go. We're gonna give our. We're gonna start with the top 25. We're gonna give our top 25.
25 way too early for 2021-22, and then we'll go over Heisman predictions. So I think I think we can all agree, early number one team going into next season, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Not close. It is not close. It does not matter. Hey, that's Dean. That's Dean. Dark, dark horse pick, dark horse pick for Alabama offensive coordinator. I think the number, dark horse pick for the number two team coming into 2021, despite losing Trevor Lawrence, Clemson continues to be loaded. I think Clemson is the clear-cut number two team. And then it, it gets interesting after that. I mean, we could see who who's vying for number three. I think you could throw Ohio State in there. I think you could throw Texas A&M in there. I think you could throw Notre Dame in there. Notre Dame loses Ian Book, but we'll see if they can reload. Y'all got Brian Harson. And you're like, oh, Bill O'Brien's the death of Alabama. At least we Perhaps Brian Harson will sneak into the top 25. Yeah, I got you. Bill O'Brien's yeah. going to win a oh, conference title. Yeah. And that's Coach Saban. That's Coach Saban. Auburn wins a fucking conference title. Hey. This is the worst podcast content I've ever heard in my entire life. What were you on? I was just throwing out some options for number three. We'll get there. So we'll go ahead and preview our early uh, 2021 Heisman candidates, the way too early Heisman. Jake Pachichi on the mic. Uh, number one Heisman candidate. Please put my money in for Jeremy Johnson. He is the new, the new running back for the University of Clemson. Number five star. I'm making that up. I'm making all of it up. I like how you believe me. I thought for a second that Jake knew something that I did not. JJ for Heisman 2021. Can a Bama wide receiver repeat as Heisman next year? John Mechie on the Heisman watch. Early into next year, who's it going to be? Find your nearest bookmaker. Go ahead and lock this one in. Next year's Heisman Trophy winner, Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma quarterback. Oh, that's easy, easy money. What's their receiver looking like? What's their receiver really situation? Doesn't matter. Lincoln Riley will have him ready. Lincoln Riley did. He's had two already. I think that's a good I think that's a good I think you'll get good value for Bryce Young next year. I think I think Rattler's number one odds though, so not greatest odds. Rattler, the playmakers around them are bad. What is uh where is Ellinger going? Ellinger's going to the draft. Oh he is? I thought he was Sam Ellinger not eligible to win the Heisman. We've got the only three Heisman trophy winners. Bo Nick starts next season at sixty four to one to win the Heisman. If someone from North Carolina wins the Heisman Trophy, I will tie a car to my leg and jump in the car. It's all about the breakout. Bryce Young has to be in the consideration. I know he's, he's good. good. And then he's it was uh, way too early. Heisman no, Heisman 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 Heisman. Heisman. Oh, the guy to go with Bryce Young. The guy from Clemson, Bryce Young, too. Yeah, Bryce Young seems to be the consensus. I'm I just, I've, I'm going to say this. How many snaps do you see him play this year? I find it hard to believe two Heisman from the same school two years in a row. What's the name? Oklahoma. That's good. Mac Jones is better than Bryce Young. Who? Mac Jones. This year. Uh, Oganagami is. It's he's Hawaiian. I apologize to the Hawaiian. We we butchered that name. I do. I I legitimately do think that Clemson's backup quarterback could be in line for the Heisman Trophy. The only reason why Trevor Lawrence got second place in Heisman voting was because they knew they couldn't give it to him for first. So they had the sympathy give it to him for a second. I think the Bama. How could you give the like, no. second place to the Heisman, the player who wasn't even the best player on his team? I think the Bama vote got split. Was the problem? I'm talking about Matt. The Bama vote got split in the Heisman. Matt was the second best player in the country, but he wasn't the best player on his team. So how can you say that he was the second best player? Najee Harrison. Regardless of what happens next year, tonight belongs to the Alabama Crimson Tide. I don't think he's good in the pros. Bro, he's looking at this guy's five yards open. 
Go crazy, Tuscaloosa. We're happy for you. It's been a long three years since Tuscaloosa has brought home the crystal ball. If you've made it this far, we apologize. Because they're not even running full speed because they're back. They're three yards open. He puts them to die. That's just a number. It doesn't matter. Anyway. In the sense that this could continue all night long, we're going to wrap things up here with the league company. All right, we're going to go around the room and give our parting takes from the evening before we sign off. Up next, Jake Pachichi. Okay, sorry, sorry. Um, My final takes, multiple takes. One, asterisks on everything. Two, Two asterisk asterisks. Which one is it? That's right. Wipe it all out. Number two. Congratulations. Congratulations to the University of Connecticut. University of Canto. I'm trying to give my parting takes. Shut the fuck up. Thank you. Number two. Can I say something nice about Coach Saban and the University of Alabama? I did say that earlier. I said, Kyle, how do you feel that Nick Saban is 65 and has more hair than you? And that was, <laughs> he didn't like that one. Um, bro, I think so too. I think so too. Do we think that would be good for the pod? Yeah, we do. And that is Kanto's closing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I would do it. We all find guys. Um, if we get, if we get, um, how many subscribes? How many subscribes to this, and we all share? Uh, ten random people subscribe to this podcast, and we all shave our head. For what? For what? You can't rectify winner of the league. Winner of the league gives the loser of the league next year a haircut that lasts for a week. You have to wear it for a week. And if we're still in Zoom University, you have to be on. Oh yeah, even better, even better, even better, even better. So, um, some closing, some closing takes here tonight. Uh, I'm gonna pass the mic to beloved host of the podcast, Saipatel. Oh, wait, I'm a host? Oh, whoa. Whoa. I have now been promoted to host of this podcast. No, no, I'm the main host as of now. I'm the captain now. Oh, yeah, my takeaway is easy. It is mind-boggling to me how Alabama fans recurringly bring up Auburn for no reason. They won their 18th championship, and the first thing out of Kyle's mouth is, oh, when's the last time Auburn won one? Dude. Celebrate Congrats 18. on your 18th. Brother. Literally. Like, Bro, why? Side, why? This one. Sigh. I can't agree with you more. I know, dude. It is sad. But <laughs> Auburn will be back soon. Promised land. Brian Harson. He'll bring oh us back. He is. Look at him. He looks good in the orange and blue. Bo Nix or Heisman. Bo Nix. Spencer Rattler. Bo Nix. Bigsby. Sharif Cooper. Auburn basketball top 10 next year. I'm out. We have a lot to look forward to. All right. I'm scared at the length of this podcast, what it's going to end up being for our debut drop. But in closing, Alabama wins an unprecedented sixth national championship in 12 years. Hard to think about dominance in this capacity since what Joan of Arc Alexander the Great Joseph Stalin Joseph S. Crowder I'm trying to compare the Saban dynasty at Alabama to other historical figures so far I have Joan of Arc Alexander the Great Joseph Stalin Kublai Khan H-Man Wonder Woman 
Wonder Woman 1984. Why would you say H-Man, Joe? Who's H-Man? The H-Man. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 did you, did you include... The cut, cut, did cut. You, did you include Constantine, the first Roman emperor to convert to Catholicism? Constantine in 312 AD has to be up on the list. Let's rank top five most dominant performances in the history of the world. Number five. Number five. It's gotta be American Marco Polo. What's the question? Oh no. The top five most dominant performances in the history of the world. This is how we're gonna. This is how we're gonna close. No, wait, wait, wait. Number five. King Xerxes, king of the Persian army, conquered all of Mesopotamia, swept the swept the Greco-Persian wars. I think Xerxes comes in at, at number five. Kanto. Kanto. Who we got? Number four most dominant performance of all time. Number four? Honestly? Sabin, where does Sabin fall is the question. Okay. Number one's got to be Jesus Christ. Who do you got it for? Who do you got it for? Number four. Number four. I think... I think Alexander the Great has to be in the running. That's, the, that's, that's up there. the entire Hellenistic era is thanks to Alex. I'm gonna have to go with this is a hot take. This is a hot take. Yeah. Attila the Hun. Attila the Hun. Number four all-time dominant performances. That are descendants of Attila the Hun. Yeah. It's like double digits. So we're all children of Attila. That's a number four performance. Number four. Okay, so number five, Xerxes, the king of Persia. Number four, Attila the Hun, checking in. I went Attila the Hun number four. So we've already solidified two and one. We'll wait for the reveal. The last. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here we go. Nearly 8% of living men on the planet are descendants of the formal Mongol Empire leader, Attila the Hun. That translates to currently 0.5% of the male population worldwide, roughly 16 million living descendants today. That could be your dad. That guy... So I think Attila, Attila the Hun is locked in his place as the number four He's performance of all time. Of all time. Most dominant performances in the history of the world so far. We've got we've got King Xerxes of the of the Persian Empire at number five. Attil the Hun checks in at number four. Okay, guys. Um, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say. At number I got one, one I got Jesus one. Christ. Well, so, no, thank you. So, I said the same fucking thing. I said so, number two is Nick Saban. So we think <laughs> number two saving. <laughs> the only, the the only, the only, the only. Jesus Christ. There's only one person who's above Nick Saban. Listen, the only position that that is in doubt still is position number three. And the let the deliberation begin. Who has the number three I'm gonna most go, I'm gonna go number dominant performance of all time? Size gonna debate. Size gonna debate. Number three most dominant performance of all time. Clay Thompson, 37 points in one quarter. <laughs> that man could not miss, dude. Go back and watch those highlights. That man was spraying. My sister in the corner and got a date. So with your sister, that's also dominant. Dominant. All right. But also, go back and watch those highlights. All right. So that's in the running. Clay, Clay Thompson. We'll take a vote at the end. We're going to take a nomination from every person in the room. Size nomination, Clay Thompson, 39 points in the third, in the third quarter. Kyle's uh, submission for the number three dominant performance of all time, King Henry VIII, on account of... The dude literally created another religion that everybody dude, else the same, in the world follows the just so he could not simply date the same, same woman. Just so he could not be married to the same woman. Okay. That's a fair suggestion. I think for number three, I'll put forth Secretariat. <laughs> who won the Belmont by 24 and a half lengths. <laughs> Absolutely ran away from the second place horse. I think that, you know, it's 2021. We got to really be honest with ourselves. This is easy. No one, no one can dispute this one. Jackie Robinson, number three overall, <laughs> broke the race barrier in baseball. I dare you to argue with that. I dare you to argue with that. King Henry VIII. They opened up sports for men around men and women, minorities around the world, 
Unbelievable. Shattered the race barrier. Jackie Robinson, number three, most dominant performance. All right, we have three submissions left in the room. Uh, we have Max Irby, Jake Pachichi, and Jonathan Dismukes on tap. They're Boys, right. any suggestions for the third most dominant performance in the history of the world? We're gonna start. We're gonna start with Jonathan. Not sure how well the mic picks it up. Jonathan, Jonathan Dismukes submits Winston Churchill. I got a number six. I got the number three most dominant performance in the history of the world. That's hard. That's. He's citing not just the Battle of Britain, not just World War II, but the number of cigars smoked by the man. Strong contention in number three. All right, the, the penultimate submission for the number three most dominant performance in the world. Brought to you by Jake Pachichi. Jake, what do you got? Laura Frazier and Histology Lab. Jake Pachichi submits... Laura Frazier, UAB PhD, known for her performances in Histology Lab, some of which are mandatory beyond belief. And culminating with Maximilian Irby, what is your submission? Max submits. Max has a 3A and a 3B. 3A is Genghis Khan, who I believe I believe is responsible for the death of millions of individuals. And 3B, Constantine, arguably one of the most powerful rulers of the Roman Empire who converted the Roman Empire to the Catholic Church in 312 A.D. So, we're going to take a vote, so I'm going to go quickly around the room. Winston Churchill. Wait, you can't vote for your own. Dude, no, 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 no. I'm just going to run down. I'm just going to run down. I'm just going to run down. Here are, the, here are the options. Clay Thompson. 37 and a quarter, dude. Impressive. Secretariat. What did he do? Henry VIII. Henry VIII. Winston Churchill. The H man. That wasn't mine. That was Jake. Who did you say, Jake? Who did you say? Yoshi. That is Jake Vincent Pachichi, <laughs> vice president. Who's alarm? I got one. I got one whoa, for Jake. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, 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 Jake. Who did you say for real? Jake, who did you say for real? I've been playing this bullshit game. Um. Oh, I actually didn't have one. Seth Curry this year when he wins MVP. We cannot have two candidates on the Warriors. Jake. I'll replace Jake. I'll give you some All right. All right. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to go hot potato. Hot potato. Hot potato. Listen, listen. Hey, quiet for 10 seconds. Hey, quiet coyote. Hey, hey, catch a bubble. Everybody catch a bubble. Henry VIII, Secretariat, Clay Thompson, Winston Churchill, Constantine, Kublai Khan, I got, I got mine, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna submit one for Jake on Jake's behalf. On Jake's behalf, Jake has a proxy. On Jake's behalf, Jake, this is your submission for number three most dominant performance of all time. Iron Man in Endgame. Iron Man in Endgame. Save the human race, brought back everyone, ended Thanos. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's a strong well, candidate. He saved mankind. He undid. He undid the snap. And our winner is. And our winner is. Undoubtedly, no one can dispute this. Jackie Robinson breaking the race barrier for all sports athletes. This is not a dominant performance. Hey, Kanto. I'm gonna have to point out. Muhammad Ali, also a valid choice. Let the record reflect. What about Martin Luther King? We're not going to talk about him? I think Jackie Robinson was more important. Here we go. Listen, here's the final verdict. 3A. 3A. Can I say Jim Brown for the Browns? Is there is there a uh, Jackie Robinson Jim, national Jim, holiday? Jim Halpert? No, but that's because he plays sports. I, mean, I, I didn't think so. I don't think I get out of school for that. Listen. That's because he plays sports. All right, we got to wrap this up. We're on hour three. We're on hour three. Can I just say... 
fucking Jim Thorpe was way before Okay, so here's the verdict. Three A through three Q. No, are all of the above candidates that you have heard this evening? I really do think he's the most lasting because people are still campaigning today, but there are black athletes and minority athletes who are competing at a professional level and have achieved a status that was on, like, not the top of our. And so we have now moved on to number two. I don't think that Jackie Robinson is more influential than MLK. It is unanimous. Nick Saban, the number two most dominant performance in the history of the world, only to be outdone by Jesus of Nazarene, Christo, prophesied since the book of Genesis, culminated in the book of Revelation. It is Jesus Christ, the most dominant performance of all time, who conquered death. And that is a wrap. So to recap, five, number five, King Xerxes of of Persia. Number four. No, that was, Max. was it Alexander the Great or Till the Hun? Number five, Xerxes. Number four, Till the Hun. I think the biggest snub. I think, I think the biggest snub is Alexander the Great. Number three, there were like forty candidates for number three. Number two. Number two, Nicholas. Sabin, and number one, Jesus Christ. I mean, think about it. It was all Catholicism, and then there was Henry VIII. So that's going to wrap things up. If you've made it this far in the podcast, you should really get a hobby or apply for graduate school or do something with your life. I think a good idea. The economy is going to crash in the next two years. A lot of hot takes coming. If you liked what you heard tonight from Elite Company, you can only expect more of that in the future. Gas prices here in Irondale, Alabama are currently two fifteen. That means this country is going to. We want to thank ZipRecruiter. We want to thank Dude Wipes. We would like to thank uh, Whoop Fitness Wearables. Let's just have some open dialogue here. Open dialogue here. I'm And. That's going to do it for tonight. Thank you for tuning in to this special national championship edition. We hope you are well. Stay safe during this COVID season. And roll, tide, roll.